My name is Fraser. My name is Mark. And we are the hosts of the geekiest show alive. To the outside world, we're ordinary geeks. But in the fab international studios, we talk comics and find other geeks just like us. This is Geek of the Week. Welcome to Geek of the Week. You're on issue 45 with your regular host, Fraser and Mark. I'm Fraser. Hello, Mark. Hello. You know what? <laughs> this is our, my third week back, and I keep noticing that I'm still getting used to being back here. Like, I was gone for, like, two, nearly three months, and I've just done it. It's a prime example just now. Like, I played the show intro, and I was like, why is it not as loud as usual? I forgot I had the headphones in, so I was, like, doing a mad little... It was funny because it was to the, like, flash music, so I felt like I was like, oh, gotta be super fast about this, boom, and then put the headphones on. But, yeah, I'm so... <laughs> and, like, well, last week, I think I <laughs> forgot to turn us on, so we were, talk- we were talking... Yeah, you did. Not for that long, to be honest. It was like, we did the show Look, intro. I'm, I'm happy to take the desk back. I'm, no, I'm, no. I'm, I'm struggling. No. My, the, the, my inner control freak. I'm, I'm, I'm back on back. what was originally my side of the desk, but I did 10 weeks no. where that was my side. No, I love being, like, Madden Web and being, like, sat in the control panel and stuff like that. I could have gone for a less obscure reference. No, no, Madden Web's to, cool. Madden Web's like a Madden sick Web. one, like, controlling the... Uh, here's a different... Who was the one in Birds of Prey who was like that? The oh, Oracle. Gordon. Oracle. Oracle, yeah, yeah, when she got... Um, Shut down the spine by Joker. Yeah. And it's, that is a very yeah. good segue because it's a, there's a lot of uh, bat news this week and bat-related properties news. Um, but yeah, we're hoping this week, because last week we said we were going to do three segments. We've got three segments planned. We've slowly, like, when I've been coming back, we literally had, the first time I was back, we had, like, one huge segment. Yeah, then, we, we've had a lot to talk then, about, but it's a slow news Then week last week. week was D23, so we had, but we did pull our pass as well, so we had two segments so hopefully we'll get three maybe four so it could be the regular scheduling kind of show. maybe maybe or we'll just ramble like this and cause ourselves maybe, maybe, maybe you should play that more time thing. yeah maybe I should play some J. Jonah Jameson featuring Bruno Mars I need photos of Spider-Man so, you know, with the sounds of J. Jonah Jameson, it's time for the news on Geek of the Week. And like we mentioned before, it's a lot of bat-related... Bat-related... Well, just DC, to be honest, actually. Um, Do you know, I've got no problem with that. Yeah. DC in general, I'm a bit... Bleh. But Batman, I love Batman. him. I know, yeah. Well, we've got like we've got a whole stack of news. But yeah, yeah. like Mark said, it is kind of a slow news week. In well, com- we've had such heavy, heavy news weeks. Yeah. Maybe we need a chill yeah, where yeah. we're not talking for 50 or 60 minutes yeah, about, about the, the news. news. Oh. <laughs> Who knows? It could still be. If we managed to make this in 50, 60 minutes, we, we definitely took we it. Might, ta- we might even make... We, we might even make, actually play four songs like yeah. we're supposed to. Maybe. He loves his music here. I do. I love talking, me. Well, um, I like both. And, and this is sort of where it goes wrong, because I just end up talking loads, and I was like, oh, we forgot to play your music. And I'm okay forgot. with it. I'm okay with it, but Mark gets a bit hurt. And I, rec- I, I do. I, I recognise your hurtness. Now, speaking yeah. of people who got hurt... Uh, <laughs> Are we back to Barbara Gordon? Well, yeah. And who did she get hurt by? The Joker. <laughs> uh, yeah, the reviews for The Joker are in. I think it was like a Venice festival, 
And they always do this. Whenever there's a review that comes out, and I'm not saying that this doesn't mean the film's going to be great. I imagine it's going to be great. It looks great. Mm. But they always talk about these stand innovations. And I've never, at the end of... Like, I've enjoyed a lot of films. Like, a lot of films. But I've, like... The ones we've talked about, Endgame, Far From Home, uh, Star Wars... um, some DC movies as well. Shazam. I really enjoyed that as well. I was trying to f- find a balance then. But the Hellboy. No, joking. The original Hellboy. No, I mean, I mean at the cinema. But I've never, at the end of the film, thought about standing up and clap. Like, I've apparently- only ever seen it once. Once. Really? In, once it was in the Corner House Cinema in... Um, Oh, that's trendy, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's it was like the, the Corner House like Cinema in, in Manchester. Cinema. And the only time I've ever seen a standing ovation was Fahrenheit 9-11. Yeah. That's a long time ago. The Michael Moore film. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, was Michael Moore there? No. Oh, it, right, there was then. a standing ovation. It was it was the week of launch, and um, apparently I was talking to one of the staff afterwards. It happened a lot, and I've never heard that it happen sense. before or since for any film. Well, at these press screenings, it seems to happen a lot, because we've had it, like, for Batman v Superman, standing ovation. Really? And, yeah, yeah. L- really? Oh, yeah, loads. To be fair, it was like the DC... It was the well, one... I was going to say, was it DC staff? It was the one of Robert's executives who were like, <laughs> oh, brilliant, this will make us all the money. And the family of Ben Affleck. <laughs> Ooh, don't know about that. Um... <laughs> uh, Oh, Batfleck oh. was much maligned, but I liked him. But to go back to this before we Sorry, end yeah. up on a <laughs> tangent tornado, swishing away and getting Ben Affleck caught in it along the way. Yeah, uh, eight minute stand innovation. I don't think I've ever done an eight minute stand. I don't think I'd voluntarily stand for eight minutes. It's a long. T- it feels like a long period of time to stand and clap and there is always that when you do a one minute silence yeah that minute lasts a long time i I think a one minute standing ovation would be a pretty decent standing ovation eight minutes is a bit excessive exactly i feel like at a point there was like no one i imagine no one knew when to sit down so (laughs) like they all just stood clapping and there is that thing someone has got to take the lead with whenever you do like a standing ovation or like you know a clap at a thing like as musical or whatever there has got to be that first person who sits down and that person is a very brave person because if you sit down too early you know what I mean you looked upon and go this guy's a bit of a Richard head and you, you, know and you sat mean? there on your own for yeah, a while, exactly. while people judge you and like if no one else does it then you are you're like oh no what I've made a fat like an error here but then if no one does that you're standing clapping for eight minutes and someone's like come on someone's gotta go and there's always that stubborn kid it was me a lot of the time who wants to be the last person clapping and then there's that and then there's that competition between the two kids who are that kid who are like I'm gonna keep clapping till the end and then my psychological game was look like I'm done clapping and then start to sit down and then that kid was like yeah I won and then I'd be like little clap and I'd be like ha you're still like that you poked me on Facebook the other day so I poked you back and then you poke me, and I was like, "Well, I'm not having that. I'll poke oh, him no. back." And 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 then we're up to like hundred and summit pokes. I don't know. It's like three hundred or something. Is it three hundred pokes? Stop I, poking me. No. So this has started. This has started when I was away. Do you in even know you can poke on exactly. Facebook? Yeah. If you figure, if you like, you re- can still poke on you Facebook. Can still poke. It's much harder to like. It literally used to be like next to their profile, you could poke someone, but now it's like. You know, you have to find ways. It's, it's a conscious effort to poke. I'm poking a lot of people. Stop poking me. At times I'm regretting it because there's so many poke wars and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm too far gone now. There's I'm like, too literally, stubborn. there's like five, like, so, and I'm rarely on Facebook, but yeah, oh my goodness. You're not winning our poke wars. If Just stop poking me. If, you, if, you're, uh, if you're listening to this, please start. Let's start. 
Pokemates. Pokemates. Start Poke Wars on again. Facebook. Let's make Poke Wars a thing Pokemates again. on Facebook. Because it, it used to be a flirtatious thing. Like, you, you poke the one, you like, mm. It did. I want to make this very clear. Not, it's not flirting no. with you, dear. But if you want to fl- if you want to find a way of flirting someone, poke him. Poke him on Facebook. Poke him on Facebook. And then, once you've got some interest, take him to this film, Joker, because apparently it's getting standing ovations for eight minutes. Nice. <laughs> let's, let's stop soft, talking smooth about smooth was that segue. It was good. Oh, can you... F- oh, baby, soft, smooth. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so what do we think about... Like, all the reviews have, like, said exceptional stuff, and they're even saying, like, Joaquin Phoenix is, like potential up for an Oscar well they, they've raved about Joaquin Phoenix and, and we, it, it mirrors yeah, what we said about yeah. what we'd seen in the Quacky. in the trailers I just I can't I can't see how it could have been any other way even from the trailer you can see oh my goodness that man can play misery and uh, yeah so many levels I would love to see something like this and obs- well not even obscure but an, 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 an off the wall comic book film getting uh, Oscar nominations because Endgame really was cool, like yeah, super yeah. epic as a culmination of 22 films etc 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 whereas this is the first in the first of yeah, yeah. and first it's, of it's being you know it, it's, and it's, it's, a, it's a brave move as well it's a bad guy as the yeah. main character and it's away from their established universe franchise yeah. as well like they've decided to step away from that and it'd be if it'd, you can it'd get be a those, good thing, that yeah. nomination that's and it'd be Fantastic. a bit it'll be a big step moving forward because Oscar season this past year we talked about it um we were like because Black Panther got recognised um, there was mm-hmm. other films getting recognised like uh, Infinity War was getting recognised and we're like this is great that finally like the superhero films these comic book films are getting recognised recognition and this would like if this was the film to do that again like just keep each year if yeah. we just get one or two films getting recognised you've, you've got to be realistic you've got to be realistic Daredevil with yeah. Ben Affleck was never ever going to get an Oscar nomination because it wasn't very stop, good. Stop hurting on Ben Affleck. Oh, it was a terrible film, though. I know, but like Electra was never going to get. I know, a, a, but we've already done. He already did a Ben Affleck thing before. I like Batman Ben Affleck. I like Batfleck. I wasn't hurting on him then. And I know, but it just, I feel like we're like, just putting sour grapes out. I there. don't know. Iron Man two, Iron Man three with the Mandarin. That wasn't going to get one. Yeah. But some films deserve potentially deserved an Oscar nomination that they didn't get it. Yeah, and true. I think. I think the door is open now, but you can't expect all superhero films to get... They're all trying to swoop in. <laughs> yeah, and I think... Crash in. I think as long as the ones that deserve it now get the... Um, the record. record they get the nominations, then good. Uh, good. Because yeah. I think Black Panther and Infinity War have opened that door. Yeah. But I wonder, They've if they hadn't, the would the Joker have... That's a good question. Because it's, it's, it's such a, a, it's a... It's a different comic book film, yeah. isn't it? And they did enjoy... Like, the Oscar... Whoever picks him up... You know, Mr. Oscar, when he's looking at his films. Oscar. Oscar. Good old Oscar. When they pick the films, because Oscar could... He or she. Oscar. That could be a gender-neutral name, probably. Maybe not. Maybe. But, um... They. Whenever they pick... Um, whenever they seem to pick a film... Oh, come on, if it's Hollywood, it's probably going to be a... Just, probably going to be a white man, isn't it? You know how they are. Oh, with a straight white man. So-and-so. Blah, 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 so-and-so. Yeah, yeah, anyway. Satire. Um, but they really liked The Dark Knight, so that was sort of like... Um, that was, a, again, another get like opener, like uh, slightly nudging, opening the door, and then Black Panther boot the door open. Good. But, like, I feel like if they like... like they would compare it more to the Dark Knight because again, it's those two Joker True. betrayals. So it could it could have potentially been the gatekeeper, but it doesn't need to be. 
I mean, and I'd like to. I, I, I'm just glad that the reviews are good because I've really been looking forward to this film because the trailers were on oh, point. So amazing. Oh, I mean, I've not been. I, I just think that the the trailers for a film that I was like, really, why the hell are they doing that? Oh, that looks good. Yeah, exactly right. So I'm glad that the reviews are good. I would have gone and seen it anyway because I'm enticed by the trailer, regardless yeah, of what. Yeah, exactly. Some people who were paid to have an opinion. Yeah. Some people who were standing there clapping for eight minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, good. Yeah. Good. It can't happen. When's it out? Uh, 5th of October. Oh. I don't need. know if it's earlier or later here. It'd probably be earlier um, here. But yeah, October time. Because I was thinking, cause I was thinking, oh yeah, it's more Halloween release. And then I was like, oh, they're doing all this press quite kind of early. And I was like, oh no, October's like next month. And it was early October. So, uh, oh. Okay. Okay, I can get behind that. Do you like all the like... I don't know. Do you, uh, can you see, like, you know, like sometimes I'll do gimmick, like, openings or whatever. Can you see a lot of people, like, come in with clown masks on? Or do you think that's a bit too far for the first one? Yeah. You know, like, seeing, like, a line for, like, oh, mind you, I can't see this being I can a, see a lot of. Um, I can't see this being a midnight releasing, but. I'd go and see it on a midnight release, I would. I would, think you I'd... Go, would you go to see it with a clown mask on? No, but I think. Muttering, I think, a, um, muttering about society. I think next year's. Um, next year's cosplay outfits are going to reflect oh, this Joker. Oh, there'll be a lot of Jokers, yeah. I think next year's cosplay fashion will be this Joker. Yeah, that's a good one. Because it's a low-key one kind to do as well. Like, the makeup style is a bit different, and it's very more clown-like, and it be, yeah, and it's, is, is different enough to the other ones. Yeah, that's a good prediction. Very, very good prediction. Um, <laughs> and more sort of joker-related um news unfortunately he's not going to be in this one the suicide squad is doing some casting um unless they're re- planning on recasting the joker um maybe slipping this one in um no they weren't we had some inc- like incredibly insane casting news taika waititi and peter capaldi have been added to the suicide squad uh roles unconfirmed as we peter speak capaldi yeah the doctor the doctor yeah is gonna be that's in- that's big. Yeah, it's huge. And Taika Waititi is like, um, like known for like being Korg, um, yeah, big yeah. time Australian. Uh, no, sorry, New Zealand director. Antipodean. Yeah, and <laughs> and pe- like the two of them, like it's unconfirmed what their roles are going to be. Like obviously there's speculation, but I know how much I hate fan casting, so we're not going <laughs> to delve too much on that. But this is just it's just so bizarre because Idris Elba's in this as well and it's just like okay James Gunn's still directing it there's some meaty castings there yeah I mean they've got rid of Will like Will Smith's no longer a part of it so it's like you know maybe they've done like you know like in sports they do trades maybe they've done a bit of that they've gone maybe we're saving our money here and they did have Tom Hardy originally in the first one but then he left because of scripts and things so, like, they they probably always plan to have, like, a great cast for this. And, obviously, you got Margot Robbie as, um, as Harley Quinn. There was a trailer, actually, but it was one of those teaser ones again, and I know how much you hate them, so I was, like, oh, debating whether to put it. Trailer. Oh, no, you hated the Birds of, the Birds of Prey one. The Birds of Prey one annoyed me. Yeah, well, there was another Birds of Prey one, which was exactly the same again. It was, like, 50 seconds, maybe 30 seconds, so I didn't bother putting it on the news. But we did, like, I saw it. It was out there. It looks cool. I'm just, looking forward to Birds of Prey it was, anyway. just, it was just some Harley Quinn but it's um, yeah I'm just excited of like how bizarre this is going to be 
Well, I think it's something that I'm just going to go in with an open mind. I didn't hate Suicide Squad as much as you and the rest of geekdom did. I didn't hate it. I was just oh, disappointed Oh, you are always going on about how bad it is. I'm just disappointed by it. There you I go. Just, I'm you s- just did it again. I'm s- yeah, it doesn't mean I hate it. All right, but you... you I d- dislike it. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't tend to have much of a good word for it, and no. I, I, neither do I, but hate I'm is, like, I feel like, right. I feel like hate is going out of your way. Like, I would purposely bring up Suicide Squad in conversation if I hated it. Like, no. if I was talking about the Suicide Squad, I'd be like, oh, yeah, but as long as it's not as terrible as, like, garbage Suicide Squad, I just... I tend to forget it now, to be fair. I tend mm. to forget that it happened as a thing. Because on, for the longest time, even now, I'm still trying to work out what that story was. It was alright. What was the story of Suicide Squad? It was alright. I guess we'll never know. It was there. It was a thing. Yeah. Will Smith was cool. Yeah. Margot Robbie was cool. I quite liked the Joker in it. Um, Jude. No. Gerard Leto. Gerard Leto. Yeah. Yeah, I, I quite liked his Joker. I thought it was different and edgy and interesting and no one else agrees with me. Mm, but his his Joker did not get a standing ovation. No, there you go. Nice that's the, that's the uh, that must be the key thing. Now, someone who's potentially going to get a standing ovation, maybe, or oh, running ovation. Mind you, I don't see less than eight minutes. Um, <laughs> You're obsessed, Andy Andy Muschietti, uh, director of It and the second one as well. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not going to see your work, Andy Muschietti. Do, do you want to go and I'm see t- It, Fraser? No, do you not? It's, it's no. Do you not want to go and see it? There's nothing in this world that would persuade me to go to see. See, I'm, it. I'm, I'm a the horror only buff. clown I would like to see is the Joker, well, and it did horrify me because there was a trailer for something, and it might have been Birds of Prey that used the red balloons, and I was like, stop it, it's just not on. But anyway, but the, the, he I mean, directed it. And apparently now he's he's the new, 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 oh. new, 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 new director of Flash. Well, that's good, because he's having, he's it having was a, great. It's having a rebirth. It's uh, <laughs> it's a different actor to the one in Justice League, isn't it? Well, they're deba- like, because he was out. I don't know if... It, I, I hope it's not another bat flip thing where he's in and out and shaking it all about. Um, but he was out because he didn't like the script or he didn't like the way the director was going. And now it's a new director, so I don't know if he's back in. And he wanted to write it as well, like... It was Ezra Miller, so it was all just confusing, malarkey stuff. But, I don't know. If you need a Flash, I'll quite happily play Flash. I won't whinge and stuff like that. You know, sometimes... You're better suited to Robin. Yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. Appreciate that. But the weird thing that always got me with when they directed... When they... Not directed. When they chose um, Ezra Miller for Barry Allen. Was Barry Allen... Like, they went for a young one, and it's sort of young, like, youngish actor in comparison to the other ones. And it did surprise me, because I was like, oh, but then you, like, with Wally West, you'd have to go even younger, or, like... You know, they never left themselves room to grow in that area, and they Mm -hmm. already had an old... And I was like... But then they did do sort of, like, the whole young mentor thing with Bruce Wayne so I was like oh okay it did seem a lot like they were doing Spidey and Iron Man and that a lot of people have drawn that comparison but I don't know I just want to really see The Flash I really enjoyed the first two seasons of um, the TV show the rest of it you sort of put up with because you know the CW just seemed to get, they get your hooks like <laughs> you become what's it called the uh, syndrome Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm you, Syndrome. You know, you get you get drawn in by the first two seasons and you're stuck on the CW syn- Syndrome. That's what I'm going to call it. You get hooked in by the first couple of seasons and then you're like, oh, what more? But you're still watching it. Happens with Riverdale. 
happens with was Riverdale did Riverdale get well Riverdale it starts good go down and then you it. just it, it just gets more and more bizarre like what is going on Flash the first two seasons are great and then it's like Arrow you're like oh my goodness the only show that doesn't do it is Legends because it just goes crazy from the start it just goes <laughs> it actually gets better the first season as soon as you get rid of the two Hawks it's like oh perfect amazing but yeah no I'm excited like um obviously this like Andy good old Andy um <laughs> He's, you know, he's he's hot right now because he's doing like the two, like he's done the two it films and stuff like that, and it's. I'm really looking forward to the yeah, second it. Yeah, and film. I would love it if he'd bring in um, some of the younger characters, maybe into Flash, because then we could get a Wally West. Like maybe Finn Wolfhard could be a Wally West. But It'd be interesting to see how uh, how okay, they do you. how he does with the Flash, because obviously, um, it is a very problematic book. Uh, I don't know. Have you, have you read the? Well, you won't have read no. the book. Um, there is a, a reading and B horror. There oh, is a lot. My two worst there is a lot of unpleasant. Um, I think he wrote it in the eighties. A lot of unpleasant stuff that probably wasn't really very acceptable in the eighties, yeah. but certainly isn't acceptable now. There's um, there's a sex scene where four underage kids have sex with an underage girl. And uh, funnily enough, that was cut from the film. Yeah. Um, so he's done a very good job of taking the source material that was problematic and still making it scary and psychological horror. And it, it was really well done. So let's see if he can so, t- if he can take a shared universe, which is problematic. That's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. Can we we saw someone? And it was it was a different director, but we saw someone take Aquaman and kind of distance him away yeah. from the shared universe and they benefited from that so i think if that can be done here all power to it yeah no that'd be real it'd be um yeah to its credit and it's one of them like it just needs a director just to stick with it and I, i'm hoping you know this is the guy to to do it and it is it's one of those things like the they are doing more like you know single hero focused stories and flash has got so much backstory that you can use upon um, so many stories like this TV show has shown that you can use and like I hope this is where the DC universe is going like the Suicide Squad this looks like they're just going to go crazy with it and I love that they're going to go crazy with it but it's going to be contained with them they're not going to be ke- bothered about a connected universe or yeah. whatever. they're probably not even going to have Batman in I it I was going to say they did connect it with Batfleck being in it but yeah. I think they've backtracked on that haven't yeah, they yeah yeah <laughs> oh, backtracked <laughs> backtracked on it oh, lol man. awful I'm too old to use the term lol. Well, that made us laugh. And it was a bat joke that made us laugh. Mm. Almost a Batman who laughs. We got a Batman who laughs trailer. Uh, okay. Th- th- Your links, mate. I know. Come on. I love them. I know you do. They're like um, that video game. More video game. That's got Link in, but everyone always calls him. The Legend got, of oh, Zelda. Yeah, everyone always calls him Zelda. It's like, no, his name's Link. Zelda's the love interest in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. the more you know but yeah there's a Batman Who Laughs trailer and this is like the big we talked about it last week on Polo Pass because the Batman Who Laughs appeared in appeared in Batman and Superman yes. so like the there was a trailer for the trade that's just come out there's also a Batman Damned you know where Batman shows his Batawang quite um, so there was a trailer for that as well so these two trailers you know it's very much like I do the, like it when they do that for comics I think that's really it's cool it's really cool so they dropped them too but like the Batman who laughs is supposed to be a big overarching character now in the DC universe obviously we saw him in Batman and, Su- and Superman and he's doing that story apparently he's supposed to be like a big villain in like all over so crossing over here there and everywhere which I'm really excited about you know they um the writers of it like Scott Snyder and I forget the artist which I feel really bad about but they're really passionate about this thing and like bringing it 
um, seeing more of it is exciting to be honest a, yeah, a new I'm... different take on the Joker and Batman like it's a mix it's it's cool and like the issue we read last week I was all for yeah, it yeah so. I liked it and I do I love more and more it's like, it's like motion comics isn't it with the, the trailers and stuff I like that like I do like motion comics like a, tra- a trailer them. for comics just gets you all oh, geeky you know? yeah oh. I would love to see more motion comics. I've consumed all the uh, Marvel ones when they were on Netflix a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah, And yeah. the Buffy Series 8 ones are excellent. They always confuse me because when I saw them on Netflix, I thought they were an animated show, and I was like, what is this? And it was like the Spider... I think they're the spider one, one, I was like... Oh, yeah, the Spider-Woman yeah. one was great. And then it got me, and I was like, oh, what? And then I found out they're actually a thing, not just a... Not like a half-done animation, they are like their own art form, and it's like, oh, this is cool. And it's fascinating. It's fascinating when you think about it. Obviously, they couldn't have done that in the 60s and 70s when it was actual artwork done by hand, whereas a lot of comics are now... Well, they they are. They're all electronic as well. And I wonder, they could probably do that with old books, but it would be a bit... It'd be interesting to to see someone try it. Yeah, I'd like to see that. But I, th- I, th- I think they're fascinating, and they're almost there's some, there was something new when I was watching them. I was like, yeah. uh, share this out. But, but yeah. again, it's it's about the stories. It's about the comic book stories coming to life, but not as an animated series. As a kind of in between. Yeah, yeah. And I want to see more of them, and I don't know why they're. They, I don't know why they aren't huge. Yeah, and I love like. Yeah, you think there'd be more and more of them, especially like the the way there's like all these streaming services. That's like a middle ground to get people into comics, and like the way digital comics are going. And one stuff would assume and they're cheap to make as well, because all you need is, mm, is someone to faff with the animation, faff with and, the, yeah, move it all and around. someone and, and a voice cast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All you need get someone on the cheap more please more please definitely Marvel DC Image all of you more oh, please get together and do it and even if it's just the trailers because the trailers get me going and it gets you excited for comic books that are coming out because usually like it always feels like um, getting comics or getting trades always feels like an underground operation do you know what I mean you go into a comic book store and you're like you either have to research and go into the web to find out if something's coming up or you have to go into your comic book store and have to read about it on a book mm. and it feels like a very like um niche sort of thing but then when you see a trailer for stuff like that and like it's on the YouTube that the same like it's on the same YouTube channel that a Justice League trailer would be on or like yeah. a TV show so it's like it is no this is like another art it's cool and it's, it's nice it's a good way to get in now this last bit of news is very interesting and it's more Batman news and it's more comic news so um, Bleeding Cools Johnston reports. See, that was me being all journalistic and Good. you know referring to the person who broke this um, story. All the other stories were big breaks, so I didn't really have one for that. But there is going to be a Black Batman coming to comics in 2020. And to clarify, this isn't like a new reimagining of Bruce Wayne, like where he's black. It's just going to be like sort of like a Miles Morales, like a new t- a new Batman who's going to be um, black. Brilliant, which is really like interesting, really cool. I'm looking forward to it as well because again, it's that like it's that whole thing with the Miles Morales thing. It's like anyone can be behind the mask and sort of like they've done it a bit with Batman, where's like um, Nightwing's been behind it and like yeah. different characters have been behind the Bat mask and sort of the Batman mask, the Bat mask. <laughs> And it's it'll be interesting to see where they go with it. They did make a new character in 2013 called Duke. I forget his last name. Who was like supposed to be like a new Robin. They have clarified that it's not going to be him taking um, over as that. 
and I think it's good that they've done that. Duke's his own character, like he's done mm. some really cool stuff. Like he did a whole sort of like Robin sort of thing, and then he was the signal, and there was Batman and the signal, and that was really cool. But I'm interested just to see a new character, and it's it's a yeah. great new direction to go in. Yeah, really? I, I I hope they do it well. Uh, I hope it's really not cool. just. I wonder what you like. Like what universe it's going to be in as well whether it's like whether they'll do it as like it's an alternative universe or whether it's like he picks up the Batman or if there is another Batman in in that world or it could even be like a Batman Beyond situation where oh. it's a bit in the future or I'm intrigued. Batman in the past but all that speculation isn't the important part the important part is again more representation um, for, and it's great and one of the things I hope is that the, there is young kids who will pick up maybe this book in 2020 and maybe they'll see that Batman as their Batman yeah like you know those people who like when Rhodey took over his Iron Man see Rhodey as their Iron Man Falcon as their Captain America and yeah hopefully that offers and Miles as their Spider-Man hopefully that offers this up and like the comic comes in 2020 and then hopefully the way DCR with that animation that animation comes out quite fast hopefully we'll see him in animation very soon and then it's Mm. getting it in the mainstream I am intrigued but yeah that's all the bat news I'm batted out that's all the news as well isn't it we've yeah. got to know all the news bat, it's, if you want a cricket related thing just bat it out I'm retiring my bat gonna t- <laughs> declare there you go if you're in England at the, if you're in England at the moment the ashes is on so we're trying to be a bit topical no you are okay. that's rubbish bit of cricket bit of bat I hate cricket yeah it's not. It's not an interesting game. No. No, I can see Batman playing it though. Alfred. He bet, is posh. I bet Alfred was a yeah. s- oh big cricket fan. Batsman. Huge batsman. 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 Mm. Maybe that's what he said. Maybe he suggested. Oh, you should be called Batsman. And he was like, No, I'm just going to be called Batman. And he's like Batsman. Why? Oh, and he just has a flashback of his memory days playing cricket. Right. I was like, I was a great batsman. Oh, maybe that will be my Superman superhero. <laughs> I'm just picturing now Batman's out and he's doing it and he needs help and he goes Alfred I need help and he just comes out I am Batsman and instead of like he's in his cricket he's in his cricket gear he's got the cricket arm on he's got a bat bat. (laughs) he just whacks him and he goes Bruce you've got all these fancy weapons just get a bat mate and just absolutely whack him you're fine what are you doing with all these missions what was that character in um, do you remember the mystery men the shoveler (laughs) he had he had a he had a shovel and that was his superpower. What, he hit people with a shovel. The, <laughs> what was the come down Michael Caine had as well? He was like, oh, you can do all these push-ups or you can push all these logs, but you can't take a punch or something like that while he's getting beaten or something. I can just imagine that. It's like you've got all these muscles and all that. Just a bat, mate. Just bat him. But yeah, that's all the news. Um, <laughs> that's R2, R2. Plus a tangent tornado R2, or two. R2 geeky opinions on it. But we want to know your opinions on it. How long would you stand and clap for for a film? <laughs> would you stand and clap for a film? How long would you be willing to stand? Are you the person, are you the brave person who sits down first? Or are you that sneaky little so-and-so, like me, who tries to be the last person to clap? Yeah, I will. I'm going to be the last one who claps. It's going to be... I'm going to finish it. Oh, you think I've done? Ah, I got you. Winner. Um, we want to know... Okay. Ridiculous human being. Are you... Go- who are you going to start a poke war with? Start that poke war... Don't as poke soon, me. ...as soon as possible. No. Po- you can poke Mark if you've got my face up. But feel free to poke me if you want. No, don't poke me. More about those poke Don't wars. poke me. But poke someone. Could be a co-worker. Could be someone you're not talked to in years. That's never awkward. That's just... That's not happened. That's not happened to-, to me recently and caused a very awkward situation. We weren't even friends on Facebook anymore. I was like, oh, whoops. 
Anyway, but yeah, that's the news. Uh, and now it's over. Oh, I forgot to how you can share your opinions. Uh, Facebook discussion group we've got there. Just type in like Geek of the Week Radio Show. Uh-huh. On Twitter, you can find us on Twitter. Throw us a tweet there. Um, At GOTW Radio. Exactly. If you see us on the street, poke us in the street. Don't. <laughs> Physically poke us. No. And go, I like Geek of the Week. Poke. Don't but do that. to be fair, you only allowed to poke us once because we have to poke you back before it becomes a thing. D- you can't do a double poke. D- don't. Which is why it's a really good way of flirting. Because you know, like how people always fret about doing. A d- <laughs> Sorry, I'm tangenting again. But you know how people always fret about doing double message. You can't double poke. You can only poke once. And if they poke you back, then you know they're interested. There we go. It's a really great thing. To- it's not. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. Ooh. I love that remix that we definitely didn't plan. I was gonna say like like I did over the whole summer. It's like he's still here, but uh, but you are here. So. Oh my goodness! Should I do it? Like no, don't do. You know that. those people when you're on a ride, scream if you want to go faster. <laughs> No, don't that do actually, that. I actually hurt my voice, so I might not don't, do don't, that. Don't do that. And it was so hard recording that the first time. And it's so hard recording it live every week as it is. <laughs> Moving on. But yeah, this is Paul Pass. This is a section of the show that's sponsored by our lovely sponsors, Travelling Man. Travelling Man is a comic book store available in four locations in the UK. There is Manchester, York, Newcastle, and I always miss out one. Leeds. 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 I did it. I totally did it. Mark didn't need... Um, to help in there but yeah it's um so we take a moment now just to shout out traveling man because they are amazing sponsors we love them yeah like when it like um because polar pass is basically based around like single issues and stuff like that and it's a great like we've got a great deal going with them and we talk to do part of that deal we talk about the deals that they offer which mark is going to let you all know about now well if you are listening live then they have a judge dread day that starts at one o'clock on saturday if you are listening on saturday you should go after you finish listening to this show if not then then you can't if you listen if you listen on rewind um get yourself a cosmic treadmill like the flash run back in time to saturday listen to this live um again why not and then go to the but they've got like they've got live signings and they've got a gurning competition which does sound like fun how to get to gurn like to gurn like dread yeah but they've um They've always got special offers on. Check out their special offers in store. And um, they're just lovely people who will um, who will look after you and look after your pull. But Fraser, yeah. what oh. is a pull? See, you had a great segue there. But I wanted to cut you off because before I talk about what a pull is, Mark and I are going to do our best gurns. And we want you, <laughs> the listeners of Geek of the Week, to tell us who has the best gurn. Are you ready? Three, two, one, we're going to gurn. Gurning noises, gurning noises, gurning noises, gurning noises. But, but people can't see so it, Fraser. <laughs> so yeah, let, I us won. Know, let us know on Facebook or Twitter who you think won the gurning war. Someone who's so, you are off on one today. Someone who's so ins- insecure that they instantly claimed that they won. Or someone who's so uh, secure that they're still talking now. But yes, Mark, a pull. What are you blithering <laughs> about? When you go into your local comic book store, or you go into your travelling man, you travel your far distances. Right. To travelling man. You've travelled. You may be a man or a woman. You've, <laughs> you've travelled to the comic book you store. You are on something tonight. <laughs> you pick up, you've heard all this bat news, um, and you decide to pick up a bat book. It could be Batman 1, 2, 50 billion, 
whatever it is. Could be there's only comic. a thousand. Or it'd be a Batgirl. Hey, you never know when this person's going to listen to this. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you pick it up. Let's for for example's sake. Let's say it's Batman number five. They're just starting some. No, they won't. They won't start something new. Batman number seven. They're starting a new story, and you want to start it there. So you pick it up. You you pay for it at the desk and say, "Hey, do you want to add this to your pool?" And it's basically sort of like a subscription sort of thing. And it, but it's less intense. It's less like, "Oh, you need to sell a direct debit. You need to be here every week and pay." Blah, blah, blah. Basically, whenever a Batman comic will come out, like a seven, like the eight, nine, ten, they'll just put it behind the desk for you, so that way you know that you're going to get it. Because the hard thing with single issues is having them all in order, like seven, eight, nine, ten. Because someone could just steal, like you could be on a roll and have like a seven, eight, nine, and then you're missing a ten, and then the eleven doesn't get. Yeah. ordered and then you've got to go on to I'm like what is happening here it's a reserving a copy of yeah, it yeah really. like no one watches no one watches a, a TV show and goes oh I'm just like these two episodes it doesn't matter if they don't exist it's incredibly frustrating yeah but it's a nice way to do that um, but also again it's one of those things that you can take stuff off your pull um, it's not like a whole thing of like oh no you're reading Batman till forever mate you are always going to be reading Batman even when you die someone is going to have to pick up your pull I mean, and take it to your grave and it does it's, mean that if like you can't get into your comic book sh- shop every week you can go every two couple of weeks you can yeah. go once a month on payday and get them all in one go yeah. it's, it's just cash it's great for cash. different kind of people if you are really keen and you're there every Wednesday like I've been in the past and Mark's been in the past yeah. and current currently well yeah actually <laughs> we were there we were thanks there this a, Wednesday thanks this amazing deal we're travelling on yeah. <laughs> it, like you do like or you can be like Mark says like when payday comes you get a fat stack and you're like ooh this is nice and it's you know it's a nice little treat but yeah it's so casual and it's really good as well like if you for indie books especially because comic book stores can't get every comic book in the world so it's really good um, with polls because you can do advanced polls like say if you know something's coming out in March mm. or like January and you know you want it you, if you put it on your poll then you know that the, that store's definitely going to order it in and Travelling Man are really good at doing that they've done that for us yep. as well in the past done that before with image titles amazing um, but also it means as well that you get a copy of a very popular title as well and yes we have missed out before this deal with Travelling Man. It was a dark time. We missed out on so many. Well, yeah, not so many, we but did. there was a couple of issues where times were like, well, we can't do this on a Polar Pass now because yeah. we didn't get the issue. But that's yeah. not an issue now. Not an issue. A lot of issues. I said issue a lot then. I was like, oh, have we got issues? Too much, yeah. Too many issues. But yeah, so basically, the way Polar Pass works is we read free, typically free comic books, sometimes more, sometimes. No. Rarely, yes. Rare, 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 never less, really. It's always, we always try and at least free. Mm. Otherwise, we're just not, it's not, we're just not reading. Um, we decide whether we want to pull or pass, or whether we'd stick it on our pull, or whether we pass on it. So, like, pass as well, sometimes that's always a negative thing. Sometimes it's just like a one off, like, oh, it was a nice one off read, but mm. I don't want to read anymore. Um, yeah, yeah. And sometimes as well, we do one shots that don't have continuous things, so it will literally just be this comic is just the only thing you get. It's basically a review, then, isn't and it? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's a review, or sometimes we'll find a unique way of making it pull or pass. Like sometimes we'll do like, will you keep reading this character? Would you read more yeah. if they did this? Or like for Marvel One Thousand last week, we were going to joke and do like they did. They are doing a Marvel One Thousand and One, but we're going to be like, so Mark. The pull up pass this week is, are you going to keep reading Marvel after this book? <laughs> well, yes. Um, but we ended up actually doing a different pull up pass. But to start off pull up pass this week, we don't always do number ones. No. A lot of the times we do do ones. And 
<laughs> really? Really? You are in an odd mood today. Send ones. Calm down. Um, yeah, the other two that we're going to talk about are ones, but this one is a 300. 300. What? We are ta- going to be talking about Spawn 300 by Image. A lot of history behind this. Todd McFarlane's baby this, isn't it? Yep. And he's still on it. 300 issues in. Incredible. Spawn is one of those titles that has been around for, well, a long time, 300 issues. And there was was talk about whether or not uh, Walking Dead was going to surpass it and stuff like that. And that ended like 297, I think, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. And um, So close to 300. Yeah. and um, You're right there. And Spawn is something that I've read a lot in the past. I've read the first 40 or 50 issues when they originally came out and I loved them but they were black and white it's a very gateway comic as well I feel yeah. like it gets people into like indie books So like, I think so and it's great for goth kids as well but black and white <laughs> so my memories of Spawn yeah, are black we, and white and remember we, we did Spawn 1 I was going to say like a re, the, was it free comic book day or yeah something? free comic book day they and reissued they did it in Spawn colour one. and you're like ooh yeah but this one is in colour yes it is and it's um it's like most of the big issues, like we talked about Marvel 1000, and like whenever they do a big numbered issue, like a huge monumental one, they tend to have a lot of different stories on, and again, this was the case. There yeah. was loads of different stories. It was stories. a bumper issue. There was one that was connected to the main story, um, but yeah, a lot a lot happening here. I um, want to talk more about the black and white versus colour thing, because it is such... It was, it was such a shocking thing when I read the Free Comic Book Day one. Obviously, I was expecting this to be in colour, but I yeah. really feel like because Spawn is a visceral comic book, uh, there's a lot of blood, guts, gore, yeah. and nasty, nasty horror. Like, um, for example, someone making a belt out of barbed wire. Yeah. And I really I loved with. the black and white yeah. because it gave it an underground feel, and it was very important for Spawn as a comic book. And it was... And it gave it kind of like a, a, a almost it, like a dark yeah, feel. A lot of indie books did that, like Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, there, there were no colour issues of yeah. um, Walking Dead or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. like you say. And I, 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 if someone had said they're going to make Spawn colour, I'd have been like, oh, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. But it really benefited it from it because the gore was just yeah, taken was just up like, another level. Because a lot of it, like in, I think one of the first stories, that it's... The, it, the pictures are still like the images are still dark and the art's still dark but then one of Spawn's weakness is the light and then there's like a two co- two like pages where the villain of the piece shines the light and the contrast between the darkness yep. and the brightness really emphasise like this is Spawn's weakness or this is a turn another thing like that was something that really stuck out with me art wise I was like oh this is cool like y- using art to emphasise the story I thought was really good yep. there was a lot of this um, I'll talk more about the Marvel book as, about this in the Marvel book as well but there was a lot of times where they were like it would be there would be a lack of colour and then red was emphasised on one of the yep. stories like a lot yep. of red caps a lot of red things all about and again red it's the symbolism blood and all that malarkey one thing that was epic that again using the art was this like build up through the fire like spawn was set on fire or something and it like panel by panel the flames were getting bigger and bigger and he was building up and he's like oh i'm more than just a costume i'm more than just a symbiote and then he goes yep. 
I am Spawn and that big like epic reveal. It was just an epic thing to have in such a like the the I am Spawn thing really monumental. Like it gets you going, yeah, yeah, Spawn, yeah, it's it, a three hundred issue, yeah. It was a hell of an image yeah. and it really resonated with me. But here's a thought, and the may I don't know, maybe this is just me being being too finicky, but he was naked, but he was Kendall in the image rather than some kind of shadow yeah. or some kind of, um, you know, cut or cutting just above. Yeah. Just or above. Bawang. Yeah. And I don't know. For me, I was like, they could have, they could have done it better. They could have put shadow over there or they could have just had his penis. Or just like, do or do demons not have a penis? Above Probably don't. I imagine that's the first thing Satan gets rid of. No, you don't need this. But how does he wee? That's it. Or do they not need to wee? Do, do, need does to spawn wee. eat? No, I reckon it'd be a torturous thing of like not having. Satan would be like, "Hi, you can't wee." So like, oh, imagine. Do you know how frustrating it is when you ju- you're on the edge? I really need to pee. I really need to pee. Imagine that for eternity. That is a punishment. We, we, right. Okay. But we, we, we're, we're trivialising it. But do do you feel that 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 image was slightly ruined by that? No. I'll be honest. I wasn't looking for pee. I was looking for. I was just looking at the fire and going, oh, this is... Yeah, and that's the thing. The artwork was great. Yeah. The imagery of him um, making his belt with barbed wire and sticking shards of... Yeah, um, and just like a makeshift uh, costume. Yeah, w- that was fantastic. And I just thought that they could have dealt with the fact that he was naked a bit better. Yeah. Which is a real, real shame. M- maybe I'm missing something. Maybe, maybe I don't know... Maybe well, may- maybe in one of the 300 issues they uh, they have a whole comic where Satan does chop off his wang. Maybe, maybe, but no that 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 was that was fantastic. That was that that story was absolutely fantastic, and that image I am Spawn yeah. was wonderful. I was just thinking then, and I really don't want to do this. I was like, oh, I should go- maybe we should Google if demons have a- no. Don't, don't even- do that. Don't even want to know what no. will come up. If you're a brave person out there and you want to Google that. Go ahead and do it. No, don't. But don't, that's, don't feel the need to let us know how that went. The other thing I really liked oh. in the first story was the um, it it went back to the old news reports page that yeah. was in the first issue, you first know few issues. I really spawn. loved about that because I looked it and I saw loads of words like, oh my goodness. And you know when you, you're reading it, you're reading it and you're really not like, with news reports, you're not really paying attention. When there's a lot of dialogue sometimes and you're like, it's a news report in a comic guy. Like, yeah. Oh, is this going to be relevant? And you're just trying to look for the important story points. There's a bit of the fir- before the third paragraph that said, uh, you're not paying attention or something like that and I was like oh my goodness the comics just called Clever. me out <laughs> you're right I am not paying attention but the, the whole point of it was to satirise all different types right wing left wing etc yeah of um, internet crazy yeah of, of, of news reports and it, it it's so it was always so well done in Spawn and it was really nice to see in the 300th issue that it was like this was in the first issue this is going to be in this issue yeah. that was something that made me smile and go yeah this is Spawn I was surprised where there was like many stories that one wasn't in whole black and white like we had the whole uh, thing one where there was yeah. like stripped down colours and it was focusing on the red but there was I was expecting because at first the first two stories were like big huge things so I thought it was just going to be one big story and then mm. we got the little ones afterwards and I was surprised that there wasn't like just one but all the stories were pretty cool to be fair all the art was amazing as well yeah exactly like and it's what you come to expect with Spawn and it was it was decent like all my I've be honest <laughs> the mo- I think I've read Spawn 1 and read Spawn 300, so yeah. I've got 298 ones to She Spawn read. 
was a thing. Yeah. I'm not sure whether I like her or not. Was... <laughs> I, I, I love She-Hulk, so feel, I'm, I'm happy. Do you feel like that was it? maybe a comment on, like, the 90s Marvel and 90s where they just made, like, like they made the She-Hulk, they made She-Venom. Do you reckon that was a comment on that? I don't or? know whether they're going to kind or, of or go forward whether that's a one-off yeah. or they're going to go forward with she spawn and I, i'd be interested to see it i would because yeah. you know i like she hulk i like how um the being being in the shadow of of the hulk is kind of like a metaphor for being a woman in the shadow of a man's world yeah. so I'd, I'd be interested to it see shapes how, the character there where yes i wonder like yeah i wonder what it'd be like being a woman in the demon's um, world i was like Oh, I don't know whether I like this. But I like She-Hulk. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you like Spawn. So, yeah, so I, I am fascinated. I'm fascinated. It wasn't what I was expecting. I was like, oh, right, okay. So here we, here we nice go. motorcycle. And you look scary. And okay, I what now? <laughs> I can get behind it. I don't know if I can get behind do you it. Wanna, do you want to find out what now? Because yeah, I do. here's the question. Pull or pass on Spawn 300? Well, the thing about Spawn 300 is I've missed 250 issues, so it's definitely a pull on reading more Spawn. But I do want to read Spawn have 300. Read, have you read 1 to 50? Then? 1 to 50 I've read, roughly. Maybe uh, 1 to... I read the first... I think it's around 50. I'm not... I couldn't... I couldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I... It's a lot of Spawn. It's a long time ago I read it as well. And um, I think I do want to buy Spawn 301. Because I want to see where they go from here. I don't feel... As much as I want to know... It's reminding me how much I love Spawn and I want to read more Spawn. I don't feel like it's isolated me in a... I need to read the rest of Spawn before I carry on reading. Yeah, you need to read... Well, in my case, 298. Yeah. But um, for me, it's... It's a good starting off point. It's a tentative pull because I am going to buy 301, but I'm not going to put it on my pull. I'm going to go and make a point of buying 301 and then seeing after 301 you know whether it's to, going on my pull. That used to always irk me, though, when I'd buy, like, I'd buy, like, they'd say, like, there was a Detective Comics or, like, a, a, a so-and-so 1000 or so-and-so 300. And then when I got the 301, I'm like, oh, I've got to put it on my pull now. Because it just seems, you know, in your collection, it just looked weird, like, 300, 301, and you're like, mm. Mm. But yeah. then I always find hard times. I'm terrible at this. I always find a t- hard time to, like, when's the right time to take something off your pull? I struggle with that That's too. That's so hard. And then you just stuck reading the same. Like, uh, for me, it was when I le- left for America. Yeah, <laughs> That's always cancel your entire pull. Yeah, yeah. And it's, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, but that is a that is a very hard thing to do, especially because like when you start to fo- like lose love for the comics you're reading as well, or it's not. Or, like, the stories took a different thing. Or maybe if you're reading a team book, the team goes a different way. Speaking from experience. Ah, oh, Titans. Where, huh. did, where did you go? Is it a pull for you? It's it's not. It's a pass, but it's a... like It's a similar situation where it's, like... Obviously, like, being all around comics, loving comics, being in comic book stores and stuff, I spawns a character who I know about. Mm. He's one of them. He's one of them. The first ones you sort of I oh, know about Spawn. Um, for me, it's like it's that whole thing of like it's almost like a horror sort of, not horror, but like his sort of that sort of genre of comics. It's I know gruesome, like the gruesome. I know isn't my sort of like isn't what I'm into, and like I'm okay with that. But it was really enjoy like it's been really enjoyable reading one and three hundred and seeing the journey how it's sort of mm. you know where it's gone. 
and it's a good yeah it's almost like a history project which I've enjoyed to do but I'm like I'm okay with just them two maybe Fair a five, maybe a 500 if it comes up <laughs> or a next big one um, yeah but no so it's a pull for Mark and a pass for me if you were keeping notes. <laughs> it's 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 a it's a pull for three hundred and one. I'm not sure it's a pull, a long term pull. Yeah, uh, we might check up in check up on Mark. True. Uh, the next book we're gonna talk about again is DC going a bit dark. D Sist. It was spelled D C and then Sist. It was very clever. A good day to die by D C. Now, a good, like, this deceased was, um... It's deceased. Deceased. What did I say? Oh, deceased. Deceased. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pun on deceased. Deceased. And I was, I was going to talk about Sorry, that. Sorry, that was, that was a dyslexic thing right I was gonna I was going to talk about that because I, th- I think the pun's a bit cheesy for well, quite a serious subject well, matter. Well, this, this book was out a while ago. Like, there was... The original book was out a while ago. This is sort of like a, a spin-off... Oh, almost a spin-off from it. Mm. Um, but this was something I was going to put on Polo Pass, but it was when we were going to do a DC week, and you were like, oh, no, D- I can't take much DC. And this was, what, this was one of the nice books that you would have really liked. And the other book that you really would have liked was something we did like last week. So I was like, so I'm glad that it made it, or it's coming up. So I'm glad that it... Oh, no, it's coming up next week. So I'm glad that it's made it on, and I'm glad that we did this one in. Because it features your boy... Booster Gold with Blue Beetle as well. I was so happy when I saw this. I was like, okay, I can get behind this team. Like, I was, yeah. And it is a pretty dark thing because, like, again, with the pun, you think, oh, maybe, like, it's going to be a bit jokey. But the thing about this book is it features one of your boys and one of my boys. Because I I love me some John Constantine. Oh, Mr. Miracle as well. You, You know it's a dark time when you end up in Liverpool. Like you t- we turned the page, went Liverpool. And was like, oh my goodness, this is the darkest timeline. This is oh, and then you see John Constantine. It's like, oh mate, and you're like, ah, oh, here we go. And he really does. As soon as he t- like enters the page, he really takes the book. Like it really yeah. becomes his story. And oh my goodness, I, I wept. I wept when we lost Booster Gold. Spoiler, Booster Gold. Like so, basically, the whole story of Desis is like the universe. Deceased. 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 <laughs> Deceased is um, mine's like a lawyer book. Yeah, it is. <laughs> desist. Uh, cease and desist. Uh, who's this? Uh, John Constantine. You've been served. That would be such a boring book. It's like a. It certainly unle- wouldn't be as dramatic as unless, this one. Unless it's a demon going over to John Constantine and going. Blah, 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 blah. A demon lawyer. A demon lawyer. Mm. Hey, there you go, DC. There's a book idea for you. But yeah, like um, yeah, he really takes the book. Um, no, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, the story of it. So sort of <laughs> like basically, it's like zombie sort of like typical apocalypse. Did, like did I miss how we got us an apocalypse? You did miss it because it was in the book you said no to. Oh, okay. So it's already been right. So it's in yeah. a previous. It's been established in a previous run. In okay, a de- in a desist. Deceased. In, in, in the desist. You're struggling with that, aren't you, love? Yeah, I'm dyslexic. I know you are. You know who else is dyslexic? I found out this week. I found, I found the perfect time to bring it up. Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Guy plays Spider-Man, dyslexic. Never know. There we go. That's big news. They should do a dyslexic book. <laughs> but managed. There was, there was try, Postal. Try and put, uh, yeah, no, but try and put DC in it. <laughs> no, fine. Dyslexic. dc Slestic. Oh, that's good grief. No. <laughs> no, but, um... Yeah, so that like that book sort of established how it was happening, and then this is like a good day to die. So it's like right, okay. it's it's focusing on characters that aren't the Justice League, which I'm really like. I liked Mister like seeing nice Mister Mir- Miracle, Mister Terrific, and then obviously John Con- Constantine taking the lead, and I was gut- I was absolutely gutted. 
and boost the gold went. Because obviously, like, so their plan is to go, um, like, because basically they're at the end of the apocalypse. Like, stuff's gone down. Like, the world is ending right now. But Booster Gold's got a time machine. So they go to go, like, the way they're doing it is, ah, oh, Booster Gold's goes back in time and they can stop this from happening. But then the Wave Rider, which it, it's really funny because it's in Legends of Tomorrow. The Wave Rider is just a ship, but in um, the comics, it's a physical like presence in person. And he's like, "No, you can't go back in time. This needs to happen." And then that's when John Const- like John Constantine's like, "Oh, maybe it's a spiritual thing." And he just nuts the Wave Rider. I love <laughs> like, that nuts the Wave Rider. Um, but it turns out like they can't do the time machine thing. Um, and then because of that. Um, there's no future for Booster Gold to come from because he's a time and I was like and he starts to fade away and I was like it got me like um, Peter Parker leaving yeah it, thing. Did, it, it did remind me a, a lot of like, the no. the fades in Endgame yeah. when that happens and it was also it's really again another emotional thing because there's a huge Booster Gold and Blue Beetle story where it's the reverse where Blue Beetle goes and Booster Gold is constantly time travelling to see if it, there's a way where he can without messing up the timeline saving there was, was a like, great line oh. I'm sorry I'll never know you I yeah. really liked that oh no don't <laughs> my emotions so emotional it, it was, that was really well written and yeah. I did know I did spot that so then they get so but that's a big story point as well so they get rid of the time traveller they get rid of the time traveller so it's not a time adventure anymore it's now a um, demon adventure mm. and, um, not with well, a demon lawyer well, I mean, Mr. Terrific I'd never heard of, and he didn't really oh make my much of an impression on me. <laughs> He's got a tea on his face. And I'm, and, and I'm not a huge fan of uh, Mr. Miracle and Big Butter. Really? No, I, I couldn't get on with it, and I don't know why. Have Everyone you read raved about it. The, the recent Tom run, King the 12 one, yeah, run. Yeah. The 12-issue run, I couldn't get on with it. Don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm not... Um, a, maybe it's because I'm it's not... It's because you hate DC. That's well, maybe, just I know, well, I'm I was going to say, I'm not as knowledgeable about DC as I am about Marvel and other other stuff but I wonder if that like I feel like Mr. Miracle is something that you don't really need the DC knowledge of maybe yeah but I, it's, I just it's very some... si- too fair it's very similar not very similar to Visions but it's like a similar like same writer similar sort of like ideas That's getting to know a character I should have loved it I loved the Visions stuff yeah I don't I just didn't don't know so uh, it started with some characters I didn't know or didn't particularly like and then boom John Constantine so I was quite happy like with back that back on board yeah and then and, and the ending it was like oh well is this a Constantine book then because mm-hmm. it, it, it seems basically he's the hero with that's a few sidekicks how, that's how they get it yeah yeah I know, so I it changed a- from me going ugh no to oh John yeah. Constantine oh no I was like hype 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 Ooh, even more hype and then no booster no yeah, that was really well done. And I, I think the, the there was to make sure everybody knew that we were in Britain. The the first image you saw of Britain was a um, Hackney cab. Oh yeah, and I'm you like, know you ain't seen them in Liverpool, or if you are seeing them, you in do Li- see them in. Liverpool. If you see them in Liverpool, they're not going to have all the windows. Oh, Fraser! The tyres aren't all going to be oh, there. Oh, Fraser! That's a terrible stereotype. <laughs> I'm joking. That's a stereotype from the eighties. You weren't even born. I'm joking, of course I am. But, um, but yeah, it's like, the darkest timeline because they end up in Liverpool. Well, anyway, That's I quite like Liverpool. Bad. Liverpool's a nice. No, city. you know what? It's really funny. I'm only doing this because it's the whole Manchester thing. Like ma- people from Manchester and people from Liverpool, there's supposed to be that rivalry there. But to be honest, they're the, they're from the same coin. Like yeah, yeah, everything you can insult Liverpool with, you can insult Manchester with, and vice versa. And when you think about it, in the whole global thing, or in this case, in the whole worldwide, even multiverse of things. 
They're just do, the same place. Do other countries have that, like, local rivalries? Like, yeah, Wolverhampton, yeah. Wolverhampton and West Bromwich ate each other, yeah. but they're right next to each other, and you'd think, just just, just get along. Well, for the US, there's more like it's, uh, it's like state rivals, like Michigan and Ohio, big rivals. Um, and I'm trying to think of ones like New York and New Jersey, probably. Yeah, but that's then, a big one, I suppose. But then if you... I'm sorry. If you're from New Jersey, you, you, you really want to be from New York, but... You're so close. You're uh, so, it's right there. Anyway, you know, I had so, bad, I had bad experiences in New Jersey. But I think so. I think uh, there are worse British stereotypes, worse British images yeah. to use than a cab, and it, it and it, it does, works. It does make it obvious. But, oh, right, and also, s- and saying mate, yes, mate, which which was much better. That was much more subtle, Ben, and it wasn't so like stereotypical, like. Oh, another like um, oh pop pop cheerio or something daft like that. It was like no, I do say mate. No, they did. They they, they got it right. They say mate a lot. There's a lot of the times Americans get British very wrong, and it's it grates. But I thought that they did I really well. I think they do well, it well with John Constantine actually. Yeah. Like whenever they have someone write John Constantine, it's always like a, it's never a, oh why are they doing that? Maybe well, obviously they, he was created by a British. Maybe person. they have a British consultant. <laughs> Well, it's, it's like, it's, right, we're right. writing John Constantine, we need a British consultant. Give us some British words. It's and definitely not Alan Moore, though, is it? No, no. I am sad that Alan Moore's retired. No, I know. We need more Alan Moore. But I imagine it's someone just sat in the corner, like a British person that they've just paid to go, talk British to us. I would happily do that job. That's a good job, yeah. I would happily do, I'd that, do job. that job. I'd speak British yeah, in the corner. I'd do that job. But like, instead of saying trash, be rubbish bin. Oh, brilliant. If you got more um, pavement, oh, keep it going. What else? <laughs> Quite. But um, they, they quoted Cher, which made me smile. Oh, that was hilarious. I did enjoy Cher. so funny. It's like, they're going to be your final words. Damn it, we should have played that song. Well, that's it. it because remember when I played, I did play it at yeah. one point, and I was like, oh, is this going to be this week's um, something old, something new? Oh, uh, we should have played that. Damn we it. We can still play it. No, we've we've got we've got the tracks programmed in now. Yeah, but we can just easily they can easily be changed. Should we switch that out then? Yeah, yeah. Let's play some share today. (laughs) Right, so we're going to play share later on. But no, I'm glad that they play. I'm glad that they played share. Yeah, quoted share. Quoted share. Yeah, it was that whole thing of like, really, your final words are going to be share. And I was like, I love share. And I was like, brilliant, just, just brilliant, brilliant. Now, I, I, I enjoyed it more than I expected to, even though the name is super cheesy. And, and um, yeah. But it's comics for you, isn't it? They love a bit of cheese. For me, it is not a pull. And I've got too many books on my pull. Uh, it's not that I didn't enjoy it, it's just not it's quite just a pull. Hate DC. It's something that I would happily read in trade in future when it's finished. But yeah. it's not something that I'm going to buy in singles. Like, go out of your way to get. I yeah. can get behind that. It's a, I mean, it's a pull for me. But I mean, oh, I'll read yours then. Safe. Like, oh, only because like I can get behind John Constantine. John Constantine. Well, I can't say his name, but I can get behind him reading a book. You just want him to save Bruce uh, Gold. I really do. And <laughs> if I if I could turn back time, I'd bring. If back, you could find a way, yeah, I'd bring back Booster Gold. But I really want to see Booster Gold come back, and it would have been a one hundred percent pull if it was just if Booster Gold survived. One hundred percent pull. There would have been no um or are and about it. It was one hundred percent. You need to see if he survives, though. You need to see. If we no, find that's a way. What I mean, if I they really take back what hurt you, yeah, and he stayed. That's the f- right. So here's my question with the share because <laughs> I'm looking at share right here in the corner of my share. Do you want it for something old, something new, or do you want it 
for no should we put it something else something new we'll play it we'll, we'll, we'll definitely play it on the show moving on yeah let's put it something else something new just because we've got a post credit scene because we had one well post credit song because we've had so much bat news for I those th- of you listening on the podcast version you don't get this you have to listen to the mixed cloud version for music well there's sometimes posts yeah oh yeah that's a good point if you listen to this podcast listen live they're just like we don't or care listen to the mix we don't care what you do with share no although if you listen on spotify there's a spotify playlist that has got all the songs that, that is true there you go. just search for geek of the week i mean if radio you, show. Yeah. there you go but yeah share will be played and she will be played that was awful and she will stop it be please seriously people will switch off the next comic book quickly okay and the final comic book we're going to talk about is by Marvel, and it's the web of Black Widow. This is sort of like a... It's a new start for Black Widow. But when you read the, like, um, comics, are very helpful. On the first page, they'll do, like, a sort of, like, a previously on, or, like, what you need... It's not even... Some, sometimes it's previously on. Sometimes it's just what you need to know. But the... <laughs> so, the Natasha Romanoff we're dealing with here died and got rebirthed as a clone. And we were like... I was like... When I read this, I was like, what? Okay... This is comics again going wacky and being comics. I was like, comics okay, are comics. I can accept this. But I really did enjoy, um, I really enjoyed this because he sort of, they did the whole thing. And it's again, it's like, we're getting the Black Widow movie coming out. And I'm sorry, I imagine this is something similar we're going to see that was in this comic book. But there's a lot of flashbacks, current day, flashbacks, yep. current day. Yep. And one thing, the which flash- is quite fashionable at the moment yeah, as, a, as, one a, of the, as a way of telling stories. One of the cool things the flashbacks did was, like I mentioned in Spawn, this was the book I was referring to. It was all in black and white, apart from her hair, which was yep. red. And again, yep. the red, it's sort of, they always go, oh, there's all red in her leather and stuff like that. It's like blood on her, blood on her hands and stuff like that. But it is that symbolism of like, there's so much blood in um, Black Widow's history and stuff like that. And it's, they talked a lot about spiders in this and sort of like, oh, the Black Widow's the deadliest. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, fair play. Um, but this one, this sort of story is, again, it's following like a clone reborn um, Black Widow, which is comics. Just comics for you. Quite. Um, but she's on like a mi- like she's on like a mission and we're sort of seeing how she's dealing with being a clone reborn with someone else's memories. Because you know what? I can't speak from experience, but I imagine that's a difficult situation. I bet it's not fun. And she interacts with, like, Tony Stark. So you see Tony Stark, you see the Iron Man suit. I liked the relationship with Tony Stark. Yeah, in I because thought it was he really was well done. reborn and done all that jazz as well. And he's lived through comics. <laughs> yes. But yeah, um, do you want to share more of your thoughts on... The, the, one of the, backs, one of the um, flashbacks was particularly good yeah. um, that focused on crosshairs when she assassinated someone. Yeah. And the images in that was... It was... In a way, the, the, one of the images was when she'd shot him. And it didn't show a very graphic image of someone's head exploding. It just showed the outline, which... Added more impact in a way. I, I felt like, like it added you know more what I impact. Because like, there is that thing of you can be gruesome just to be gruesome, but sometimes it's like, oh, that's left a yeah, it was lingering. Re- yes, absolutely right. I thought that was I thought that was exceptional storytelling yeah. because I love even though it's a visual medium, it allowed it gave you the imagination to fill in almost the blanks, and it was like, oh, nice. There was no blanks of that gun there. 
And um, for, for a fan of the full page spread, oh. this book did not oh. disappoint. I do love I me. I love Life Holds My Heart. I love me a full spread page it. spread. There was a particularly good one which had her doing a huge martial arts kick and then lots of other martial arts moves around mm. it on the outside. That was, that was full page spread pornography is what it was she spread him it wasn't actual pornography but it was pornography for fans of a full page spread is what i mean <laughs> as my metaphor it was, oh, it was it was wonderful it was enticing it <laughs> was and and i just the, the artwork was great the way I, I, I thought the storyboarding was great like i said with the crosshairs and then the full page spreads it was a really stylish comic book a really really stylish comic book yeah, and so, sorry, you said hair so much that it got me focused on the hair again. I don't know why. That's Good just hair. how my brain works. But again, like with that whole sort of like red hair sort of thing, in the present day, she wears a wig, and then when the wig's taken off, the red hair's revealed. Yeah. It was sort of like a, yeah, we've had all these flashbacks, and the red hair sort of makes it look like, oh, she's gone past this. But when the wig goes away, it's sort of yep. like her past is back, the hair, like. There's very good symbolism in this. Mm. Oh, loved it. I loved it as I well. Loved it. I love, love a bit of symbolism. Makes it makes it feel worth it that I did English at uh, college. <laughs> That's an A level. Oh yes, you can get symbolism in comics. Yeah, There's all sorts you can get from comics because it's art and words together. Amazing. It's a beautiful medium. Oh, so beautiful. That's why we love talking about it for hours on end. True. But my final question for you: the final time I'm going to ask you this. Weather Black Widow by Marvel. Is it a poor pass for you, Mark? I think the fact that it's a limited series, it's only five issues, has tipped me over and, yeah. yeah I've got the pull. first issue now, so I am going to pull it. And That's, I do love a good limited series, because you're like, yeah. oh, I'm only committing to five issues, I yeah. know when this is going to stop, and you're not like, oh. Yeah. I do think I'm going to pull it. I'm on something 50 now, and I've lost interest. Mm. My mm. character, that, the character that I wanted to read isn't in this anymore. The yeah. two characters I wanted to read aren't in this anymore. Again, Why am I reading it? Again, having flashbacks to Titans, when Wally West and Dick Grayson just left. There you go. So much regret. But it's not on my pull anymore. We did talk about it. We did. And then... Is it a pull for you, by the way? It reminded me why it's not. Yeah, limited series. Pull all the way. Yeah. It's good. There we go. It's really good. So that's our thoughts on these three books. But we want to know your fellow geeky thoughts on these books and more. There's so many books that come out every Wednesday, and we unfortunately can't cover them all because, well, that would be a whole show and more maybe like five different shows that would take in. a long time it'd be a long time be a lot of reading as well um, and a lot of money and a lot of money I'd, I think Travelling Man would probably stop us at a point it's like, you, sorry you want every comic that's no no get out <laughs> but, um, <laughs> get out of here my, my pull has become almost unmanageable because of this show so I'm, I am going to have a bit of a pull call yeah you're going to be I like think. yeah tempted do you like that I'm going to have a pull yeah, call it's very nice I am going to have a pull call at some point because it's, it's getting crazy but yeah we want to know what you picked up this week or what you looked at and maybe passed upon what did you take anything off your pull this week you're like oh this has been letting me down for a long time now and this was the final issue that I've gone I'm passing on it was there anything you picked up no um, yeah we want to know all your thoughts and more on the comics this week and you can do that by hitting us up on the Facebook discussion group and on Twitter and maybe even in person give them a poke don't poke people poke and pull <laughs> no it's Trader uh, get your comics from the love. I'm not going to lie, I'm going to let this keep going because I think it's funny. 
Um, I completely forgot whether we did record something for this or whether I did actually do this live. And I was like, wait, what is it? You've and always done like, it live. Yeah, yeah. It's trade off. But you, you should stop it now, though. Get your comics. No, get your comics. Neither of us have a loft. Well, I sort of have a loft, but it's, it's full of my landlord off. stuff. You don't have a loft. I don't have a home. Well, you, well, your parents' <laughs> I'm home. I'm joking, and then my student digs as well. You don't have a loft in your student digs either. Well, I don't know because I've not seen the place. I just paid a deposit and was like, oh, I hope for the best. Wow. I didn't really. There was a so there was a place next door that I had seen and I knew I was, but then it, the, I was like, oh, it's a bit expensive. And then the guy was like, oh, there's a place next door which is cheaper, but the houses look exactly the same. That, that, that's fascinating. So Should just, we talk about the just, book? Just, just trusting. Just there you go. Should we just talk about the book? Not well, you were the choices. you were the one talking about lofts. You started it by talking about lofts. I did the trade off theme. Right, it was anyway. the trade off theme. Don't what be are, me. What did you pick for? Right. Me to so read the way trade off works because. You know, we haven't done trade off for a while. You should probably explain it. Yeah, see, that's what uh-huh. I mean. And Stanley used to always say, "Everyone's comics is someone's first. This could be True someone's that. first geek of the week show." And you're there just going, "So what? What did you give me?" And they're like, "What did you do? What did Mark get? What? What did Fraser give Mark? What's happening here?" Oreo. So to explain trade off, and that was what that intro was. That Don't did play it again. The whole like trade off, you know, like cowboys used to do. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm playing that music. So trade off. Um, Mark and I have like. Contrasting different sort of opinions when it comes not opinions like taste when it comes to comics he's very much like adult sci-fi horror which is very scary Indeed. and I'm very more like childlike friendly um, superheroes you make like Marvel DC Archie um, all that sort of stuff so what we do on this show on this segment is a thing called trade-off so it's basically sort of like our own individual book club between the two of us where it's like one week i'll give mark a book and then the next week mark will give me a book and we just talk about like that book our thoughts and feelings on it and it's really interesting because like we're coming at it from two different perspectives and a lot of the time as well it'll be something that the other person's really interested in or and it's just be see what someone else thinks about it or like someone who's not got the um i'm trying to think of the, the bias almost in a way like if yeah. it's a spidey book i'm gonna love it and it'd be interesting to see what someone or like in this case a booster book and what see what someone else thinks about it and then there's other stuff where it's like it's stuff that the other person wants to get more into like i want to expand my indie knowledge so you'll be like oh here's a suggestion for this or you'll be like i want to know a bit more dc so i'll be like oh here's this which is very fitting for this week because the comic that I gave the trade I gave Mark this week is Action Comics um, Booster Shot and it collects uh, 993 to 999 do you know how frustrating that is? Huh? because 999 was a part partly was partly a Booster Gold story but wasn't really so when it, 998 so it was like a conclusion then they did like a uh, postlude afterwards but it was so annoying because Action Comics 1000 was just so close and I was just like fine I guess I'll read two extra like I guess I'll read an extra issue to <laughs> 1000 and you bought this in singles didn't you yeah and it's really like it, I was in love with this because it was the first appearance of Booster Gold in Rebirth like he'd been away he wasn't in New 52 or if he was like I don't think it was in New 52 or if he was it was for like a split second so it'd been a long time since Booster Gold been in comics and I was really like this was like my single issues like strive this was when I was like I was collecting so many single issues so I was so happy that 
and it was my boost of gold hype as well. I was like reading so many trades of his, and I was so happy that he was going to be in rebirth. And at first, it just seemed like it was just going to be a few issues, but then we got six issues of this, and I was so happy. It's like a full arching story. Like, oh, to, to, just to set up the story for um, the listeners out there. So basically, it's a Superman and Booster Gold sort of team up. They travel back in time because recently in the Action Comic series, um, Carl L's father um, somehow survived the um, the the big destruction of Krypton. You know from Superman's origin story, mm. and they wanted to find out like the different worlds through history. Like they wanted to go back in time and basically see a if this was right and like what would happen. And basically, how different Superman's life would be if he didn't have his origin story and through it all superman starts to see like starts to see that oh there's a re like everything happened for a reason the reason why i am where i am is because like of the moments that happened before me and i've become a great man i've become the superman that i am because of all these events like if they, they didn't happen maybe things would have turned out differently and the world's probably better off and he learns a lesson through that and it's a really powerful thing for me as well because Booster Gold has a great history of... When he first came, he was like this parody character because he's a time traveller who, who stole a superhero uniform, came back in time, and then was a superhero sort of for show. I could really imagine him in these days being on like Instagram or YouTube and being like yeah. that kind of superhero. And he was sort of like, you know, the blonde, like, oh, like Hollywood hero. But then what they did was... Um, and his phrases, like his tagline, is always the greatest hero you never heard of because he was, he's sort of like a a low level DC character that only like some people, a few people get obsessed with, like myself. So well, he was, um, he was in the Justice League when yeah, Superman like the, died. Yeah, like in the nineties, and it's one of them like, oh, he's Booster Gold, but like, and there is jokes about that, like he gets called Green Lantern sometimes, and like there is jokes of like, oh, he thinks he's this big Hollywood, film, but really he's a nobody. But then what they did was this exceptional thing was they turned the booster gold thing around Mark is going to talk about this book at some point I apologise I'm just I'm just letting you it. talk because I know how much you love booster gold um, they flipped it around then and they used the time travel thing of basically fixing continuity errors so whenever something goes drastically wrong in time travel um, in the timeline in DC booster gold's there to fix it but the harsh thing is no one can know that he fixed it so he's the greatest hero you've never heard of because and it's this tr like it's so like such a juicy character it's thing really because it's, it's the whole thing of he wants to be like oh look at me I'm so heroic but now he can't like he actually does these heroic things and no one's allowed to know so Superman at the beginning of this does seem as a joke but then through the story not only is it a nice thing of Superman seeing that like oh no everything in my history like happened for like I'm the man I am because of the events that happened to me which is an a, a an amazing superman story leading into your thousand fish you incredible stuff there but also he gets respect like he starts to respect booster gold which warmed my heart i was like oh oh well, and then booster was back i'd read and then no he, booster and then gold he tried to point, do this he tried to do this with batman and it really didn't work but that's not the book we're talking about so i'm gonna i'm actually gonna talk about the book that you gave me and um I'd never read any Booster Gold. I knew you loved him, but I'd never That's read any Booster it. Gold. And I was like, it was one of those situations when you've got a friend who cares about something so much, they're in a band, or they've written a um, book of poems, or whatever, they've created something that they're so proud of. And you're like, what if I don't like it? Am I going to have to lie? And... I have to. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't... 
absolutely love it, but I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it quite a lot. I'd, the first thing that struck me was because it was a very recent comic. Uh, references to Twitter and Facebook and Tumblr. Yeah, yeah. I read a lot of comic books in the 90s and you've got your classic comics that are always going to be read like 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 I don't know Craven the Hunter or whatever and comics are almost timeless in my head and oh I don't know about that but so uh, what I what I mean is it 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 almost felt odd that they were referring to very modern stuff because um well, there's a lot. If you look back at those 80s books, they do reference stuff that, like, even if it's a pop fictional uh, character, pop fiction, like a fic- like um, a pop culture character, yeah. or pop, like, there is stuff throughout comics, and, um, but I do see your point. What, of, what like, I'm, what I'm, basically, what I'm getting at is you could maybe believe that something from the 90s is happening now. But as soon as you... Oh, I don't believe Superman's mutton chops and that, oh, that mullet is happening. You, what I'm it. getting at is you put a mobile phone in it, it has to be that particular period of time. And say, I don't know, Twitter goes bust in a couple of years. It's very much put in its time. Yeah. Whereas, I don't know... But I feel like that is what... I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It was just yeah, something that I noticed. I feel and like it, that, it, it, it kind of jumped yeah. out the page. This is a very modern yeah. book. I feel like that's what's happening more and more with comics. So it's like they Probably. are... They are putting a timestamp on stuff just yeah. because... Um, like I say, I'm not, I'm not even yeah. saying it's a good or a bad thing. It was just something that very much stood out to me that, gave, like you said, gave it a, a, a significant timestamp. And it was just, just something I thought was interesting. And then... Um, it's, it's clearly oh that's actually wait it brings up a good question though because I'm fi- like I'm just thinking about it now because I'm thinking about like we have like the Daily Bugle and stuff like that and you have all like almost not dead art forms but like art f- like forms that are different yeah na- now than they maybe, maybe been. I'm wrong maybe. so you know like you know like the Daily Bugle and stuff like that and like or the Daily Planet let's say because we're talking about a DC book like obviously they would have do newspaper prints and stuff like that but there might be a time soon where newspapers think, go bust. I think what I'm getting at essentially is, um, at the time, they didn't know the internet was coming. So it dates it that way, yeah. but it wasn't deliberate. Whereas this is a deliberate dating by making pop culture references that didn't exist in pre... You know, you know what I'm getting at. Anyway, yeah. um, it's a book about family. It's clearly a book about yeah. family. And uh, not necessarily good family. It sh- just shows you different families. So, like, Superman's... Superman has two very good dads, yeah, whereas Lois yeah. and Booster have bad dads. Yeah, and it, it gives you, a, it kind of gives you a, a perspective of two different sides of how family can affect your life, yeah. and I, I really liked that. And um, and uh, Lois's subplot was my probably my favourite yeah, part of that. the book. Yeah, yeah. I thought she was brilliant. I thought it was great, and and um, I liked that they gave Lois a decent chunk of the story yeah, with yeah. her subplot and it, and it worked really really well and I liked that I liked it was a good balance to split between the yeah between the two it was but because this is a modern book and because I haven't read that much DC um, when did Lois become a badass like I wasn't expecting yeah. it I was like oh right okay go Lois she's always kind of been a well more I think it's been sort of yeah more recently and stuff like she's that she's always been vocally badass yeah, but, but no yeah she's, she's a, now she's she badass kick ass yeah, yeah. yeah. no it's really it, it's yeah. yeah 
And she I like that. Up for herself. I really like that. Um, yeah. I thought, like I say, the Lois subplot and the, the, the development that I hadn't seen of Lois, but then I was presented with it, yeah. was, um, was great. I really did like that. Um, and the family. Yeah, exactly. The um, fam. He's a dad, you know, Booster Gold. There you go. He's a uh, Rip Hunters. Oh, they do this amazing. I'll, like, I'll have to put on trade off, but there's this amazing storyline between like him and Rip Hunter, who's also a time traveler. Mm-hmm. But like, so Rip Hunter goes back in time further to like, so before Booster knows he's a dad, and then they jump from like the book jumps from Rip Hunter knowing that Booster's his dad, but Booster not knowing Rip Hunter is his son, and then the other one is Booster Gold training Rip Hunter to go back in time to visit old him. Okay. And he knows he's his son, but Rip doesn't know Booster's his dad. It's like, oh, pulls on your family strings. If you enjoyed the family stuff for yeah, that. Yeah, I thought, that, I, liked, good, I liked the depiction of family, yeah. This was a good tester as well to sort of be like, because Booster's like, he's in the book, but like, you've got your Lois, you've got your Superman. So this was my good like sort of tester to see how much like, Booster, like an intro I think, to Booster. I think sometimes team-ups are just thrown together for profit, whereas this felt like a really well thought out Yeah, one. and I think it was, like I say, like leading into the 1000th issue, it was a good thing for Superman. Like, Yeah, because it, he, at one point he was almost petulant. Yeah. And so even the most empathi- empathic, moral, morally strong person, when it comes to family, suddenly becomes vulnerable petulant yeah, exactly. and and stubborn and and that was that was fascinating to see that that superman's always been so squeaky clean that even when when so when it, so when it came to his family even superman was fallible and that yeah. was great that was great to see and they do end up in some bizarre locations they like do. The future gotham you know yeah. krypton and it's so i just going down there yeah, and um, wibbly wobbly timey wimey is fashionable, and it certainly was a couple of years ago. So you can see why they were doing that. Yeah. But it was well done. It was yeah. really well done, and I've, I just found it a really fun book to read. What did you think of Booster's um, sidekick, Skeet, the little like robot that's always hanging out with him? Cutesy, offered, but wim- it didn't. It didn't great, but yeah. it was a bit cutesy for my taste. Offered some uh, some charms. Yeah. It's great because sometimes I just call him out on his like his sugar honey iced tea and just be like booster. No, there was. Is it this? I think it's this book where they talked to Barry Allen about um, about messing up the timeline. Right, like Barry Allen's there and he goes, "Oi." <laughs> well, <laughs> there's something. To, I, I forget the line because it's been a long time since I read it. But they see Barry Allen and they, <laughs> they do. They make like a reference to Flashpoint. It's like, yeah, they're going time traveling, ruining stuff, and then just looking over like <laughs> no, a lot of a I lot of it. a lot of Booster's work must be based off Barry Allen. It's like, oh, this guy again. And there was like a. Did you get the? I think there's like a Iron Man reference as well, where it's like the, he calls yeah. he's called Skeets Jarvis and goes yeah, no, that's I, I, clocked, I clocked the cheeky Jarvis reference. Yeah, I thought that was that, that was funny. funny. That was Marvel and DC both do that. Because, it's childish, yeah. but it, when it, when you spot it, you're like Teehee. It was funny because they were both on my poll at that time, but there was another book that referenced DC at the same time. So I read that book and then I read the other one. I was like, eh, nice, yeah, nice. You wonder whether they just all they're all they're all still mates because they switch from company to company. Yeah, and there's some people that like some people that just write for both as well or like draw for both, and it's just yeah. But no, and it was uh, just want to shout out the writer really, Dan Jurgens, because he's a huge. He wrote a load of Booster Gold's exceptional stuff that like you know if you are interested in Booster Gold, I recommend any stuff that he wrote. And so it was one of those things when he started writing writing action comics, you were expecting Booster maybe. 
But then when it did happen, I was like, of course it would be Dan Jagan's bringing it. I was like, oh, loved it. So I yeah, thank it. you. I did enjoy it. Yeah. I wasn't sure I would, and I did. So there you go. I know. This is. I just. I do. What I do love about this um, book for me, it's got like, like the story and all that. It's just got a nice place in my heart because it did bring Booster back to modern day. Because now we had him in like Heroes in Crisis. We've had him in this week's book, and I feel like if it wasn't for this, like then we wouldn't have had it. And yeah, it's big. And Rebirth's big thing is about time travel and someone's messing with the universe, maybe Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. And so this was... Ooh. Mm. Mm. Now, we've talked a lot about time travel. Actually, no, I'm not going to do my segue yet. Because, I forgot to say, if you've checked out Action Comics Booster Shot, or if you've checked out any of Booster Gold stuff, I would love to hear your opinions on it. Um, Tweet us. If you're now interested, if you're like, oh, you've told us a lot about this Booster Gold, maybe I want to check him out. Join that Facebook discussion group. You can even like ask us like any recommendations. I'm sure. Well, they can ask I'm you. Sh- I'm sure we like. I'd happily give you some, but if- maybe someone else on the Geek of the Week um, chat could also give you like yeah. all those recommendations in there. But yeah, um, what were your thoughts and feelings on the book? If you've read this, does hearing us two chatter on about it make you want to read it? If it does. Hit me up. I can send you some. Or, you know, you can pick it up in trade form if you want to go all out and be like, nope, I don't need... I'm just going to buy it. I'm just hope for the best. Um, but yeah. It's Facebook, worth a look. Facebook discussion group, Twitter. Well, guys, girls, geeks of all kind. We've done three segments this week. I'm proud of us, you know. We have, but we've got one, about two, two minutes three. left. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, so, we're not going to say I much. feel really bad. So, like, two weeks ago, when my first show came back, I was like, oh, I'm going to start doing this thing where I say a reason why Cleveland is geeky. And I did the first week. I forgot last week. So, this week, I'm going to give you two, and then we're basically going to say goodbye. So, <laughs> another reason why Cleveland or Ohio in general is geeky, more specifically Cleveland, is it is the home of two creators that m- many will know. The two creators of Superman are from Cleveland, and Superman, Gosh. the actual character, was made in Cleveland. They thought of him, they drew him, they wrote the story about him in Cleveland. Gosh. And if you get flying to Cleveland Airport, or at least when I did, they have a nice little mural to Superman, it's all interactive. All right, that's cool. I'll give you that. It's really cool. And now your second one is, again, it's a little bit of a cheat here, another Cleveland um, writer created a, co- a comic book character that we're all very fond of, Brian Michael Bendis, from Cleveland... He came up with uh, Miles Morales, came up with Jessica Jones. He did. So, yeah, they're all from Cleveland, Ohio creators. So, that's another reason to why Cleveland, Ohio is geeky. Tune in next week for another reason, unless I forget again. You have been really odd this week. I've been odd, yeah. You have. I've been good. Even more than usual. I feel like I've been on form this week. That's one way of putting it. Yeah. There's been a lot of, yeah, a lot of stuff. There has. Maybe I've just gone batty because we've had so much bat news. Maybe. And that's a little uh, sneaky preview to our um, post-credit song. But to have a post-credit song, we need to end the show. So, Well, thank you for joining us on Geek of the Week this week. I've had a f- Well, we've had a fun time, and we hope you have yeah. too. We'll see you next time get on ge- Geek of the Week. Go get geeky and go start poking people on Facebook. <laughs> Don't poke. Great Scott! It's been almost an hour. What the devil are they doing? Rest assured that I was on the internet within minutes, registering my disgust throughout the world. Thanks for listening to Geek of the Week. Be sure to tune in next week. Same geek time, same geek channel. And if you want to follow us on social media, it's at GOTW Radio on Twitter. Search for Geek of the Week Radio Show on Facebook. And to listen again, 
It's www.mixcloud.com forward slash Geek of the Week Radio Show.